Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We are on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Guys, one of the reasons that I felt like the Jets had a really good draft, of course, you picked twice in the first round. You're like, you're going to have a good draft. But whatever, you're supposed to have a good draft and you pick twice in the first round. But when you pick up Brees Hall in the second round, then you're like, okay, this is a real good draft. New York Jets running back Brees Hall is with us now. Good morning. Good morning. So uh, how did it feel scoring what ended up being the game-winning touchdown? Yeah, it was it was kind of a, a deal. Like it was, some, I had mixed emotions about it. Um, I felt like uh, the ref he should have called me. Uh, he should have called the touchdown earlier because I had reached the ball across. And if you watch the film, I, I had already been signaling touchdown uh, after everybody had got up from the little scuffle, try, uh, trying to say I fumbled and everything like that. But um, yeah, it was a it was a punch play, and the linebacker came through free. I just made a miss and um, put the ball across, and I, I know it was a touchdown from there. Reese, were you spooked though when you that ball came out? Did you think like, dang man, damn, I don't think I made it? Uh, no, not really, because um, our tight end Tyler Conklin he came and picked it up and literally put the ball over the line right after that. So I was like, either way, we're gonna have a touchdown. So it was just like, if I didn't score it, and I know, I know for sure he did. So uh, I was pretty confident the whole time. Brees, Key and I both being athletes and being around athletics our whole lives. We, we know how difficult it is to come back after injury, right, especially when there's significant time off. What were your thoughts mm-hmm. on Zach Wilson and his performance coming back after suffering that injury? Uh, Zach, you know, Zach is Zach. You know, he always is going to be looking to make those big plays. And um, it was cool just to see him getting back and playing uh, how, I know he, how I know he does. He's getting out of sacks and uh, breaking tackles and, you know, running the ball um, with the passes and there and everything like that. Um, obviously, he was going to be a. We knew he was going to be a little rusty since his first game back, and he hasn't been seeing a whole bunch. So, um, we just really had to, as an offense, we really had to take another step up uh, just to help him out more. And I feel like as running backs, we prided ourselves on that as well as kind of just being a human eraser for him. If he, um, if he might not know where he wants to go with the ball, you know, he could throw us a check down, and we're going to get yards with it, just that type of thing. And um, also give him the confidence to hand us off the ball. Um, for him to know that we're going get, to get yards with that. So um, for, for him, his first game back, I felt like he played great. Brees, you're uh, talking to Brees Hall, uh, running back for the New York Jets, of course. You're on Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Brees, uh, your head coach, Robert Sala, came, uh, came under scrutiny by the media, right, and fans, and was roundly uh, uh, mocked on this show for saying that he's taking receipts uh, what's it like publicly to the press? He said this taking receipts. You guys are taking receipts. What is it like playing for Robert Sala? Um, I, honestly, he reminds me a lot of my uh, coach, Matt Campbell from Iowa State. You know, he's a big culture guy and he's a type. If you're not going to buy into what we're doing, then we don't need you here. So, um, and I feel like uh, the philosophy that he has, it's, it's definitely working for our team. You know, he always says that. Um, no matter how hard you're going, you always have 60% more. And at the end of the game, that 60% more always comes back into play. So um, I feel like Coach Sala, you know, he's one of the hardest working coaches and he expects the most out of us just like we expect the most out of him. So playing with him, you know, it's, it's, it's hand-in-hand because, you know, we're trying to do our best and he's trying to do his best for us. Brees Hall, New York Jets running back, joining us this one on Keyshawn, J. Will, 
and Max. Brees, make sure you tell the coach Sala I do not do exchanges or receipts or anything <laughs> like that. There's no exchange policy. He buy, he keeps. So if he's looking for me down the line when y'all start to win, let him know I've shut down shop. No, all seriousness, though. Um, how, how you, as a rookie, I played in New York, obviously. He was drafted by the Jets. How is it playing mm-hmm. in New York, being dealing with the New York media and the nonsense at times as a rookie? Uh, honestly, I've kind of just been embracing it. You know, uh, being at Iowa State, uh, I was kind of the face of the program, so I was kind of dealing with the mini New York. You know, I was in a college town where um, there's only two football teams. There's Iowa and Iowa State, and the fans only care about those two football teams. So um, it was it's kind of the same thing. But in New York, it's a bigger city, and obviously people are going to know who you are and everything, but you kind of have a little bit more privacy because there's a lot more stuff going on. But so far, it's been it's been fun, man, just embracing it, you know, um, if you're doing good, they're going to let you know. But if you're doing bad, they're also going to let you know even more. So you just got to take the good with the bad and just um, remember who you are um, and remain faithful. And I think uh, that will carry you a long way. This is a typical Keyshawn Johnson question, third person, obviously. Um, for you personally, what's a successful season? And then secondly, for the team, what's a successful season? Um, for me, just right now, um, I'm just trying to come in and really just find my role in the offense. And I feel like uh, every week I've been getting better, and um, it's showed on film. Uh, obviously, it would be cool. You know, I want to win Rookie of the Year and do all those great things um, like that. But um, if I feel like if we do what we have to do as a team and all the individual stuff will take care of itself. And as a team, we're just trying to get better week in and week out. We're not looking towards the end of the – we're not looking at the end of the season right now. We're just – uh, like last week, we were worried about the Pittsburgh Steelers. This week, we were worried about the Miami Dolphins. So it's just taking it a week at a time and not looking forward uh, too much. Brees, what is it like uh, spending time with Garrett Wilson? Obviously, you know, there's been a lot of chatter and talk about him and his capabilities. I'm just curious from in, the inside <laughs> out, what is that What is that relationship like? Yeah, Garrett's a character, man. He's a, he's a really unique person. Um, I kind of, I've known him since high school, so uh, just – being around him uh, after we got drafted and everything, we've gotten real close. We have a really good relationship. You know, we're always goofing around and joking. And, you know, Garrett, he's a real big fashion guy, so I'll always be messing with him, uh, calling him bougie and everything like that because he always has the cool clothes on and the cool fits and everything like that. So uh, just being around him, uh, he's a real good person. And, you know, he, he's all, he always finds a way to make you laugh, make you smile. So he's real cool to be around. This is Brees Hall, ladies and gentlemen, New York Jets running back. Brees, thanks for jumping on with us this morning. Yep. Appreciate Go it. Go get it, buddy. Keep balling. Hey, Brees. Hey, Brees. <laughs> hey, Brees. Yeah. Good interview. But when we say hello and goodbye, you're giving me very monotone, flat answers. When I say hello, you go, hey, what's up, guys? You know what I mean? <laughs> what's going on? Okay, let's try it again. All right, Brees, great, great talking to you. Thanks for coming on. He's, he's- Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. There you go. He's probably, he's he's probably got a PR guy. But he's probably got a PR guy standing over his shoulder. He's got to get coached up on the meat a little bit. It's good. By the way, quick study, right? Immediately he got it right. The next time. <laughs> yeah. You know how they you know how they yeah, do you, Max. You. Yeah. You're Thanks, going Bruce. on that KJM show with that Max Kellerman. Be careful. He's a he thinks one. Belichick's the tenth best coach in NFL history, <laughs> and yeah. he's a Giants. Actually, man, when push careful. when push comes to shove, I'll still put Belichick number one. Jay put it to me, and I would still have him number one. But ah. it is, but but I don't think I think it is in dispute. I think it is close <laughs> and in dispute. But he's still your number one. Yep. Okay. I, well, yeah, listen, <laughs> you ruined my whole routine with that. <laughs> what thing. Do you Thanks mean? a lot. I'm just uh, Thanks a lot.
You put it to me and ruin the whole con- contrary thing. Uh, hey, guys, what is the Jets' potential with a healthy Zach Wilson back? I mean, obviously, they could finish ahead of the Patriots. What are the Patriots at, right? Bill Belichick's great Patriot. Seriously, what's their potential? I, I think they're sitting in the 3-4 three, three, spot, 4-3, somewhere in there. Uh, I don't think they're better than Miami. Obviously, the Bills are a better football team, but I love what Joe Douglas has done in terms of assembling talent. When you look at a Tucker, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker moving to the tackle spot, originally was a guard, but when he can slide outside and protect and do some of those things, you look at that. You you, you look at Garrett Wilson. And, and Zach Wilson at the quarterback spot, I'm going to be honest with you, he did not look bad at all. He looked, you know, comparable. He looked okay. Let's continue to see him develop over the next several weeks, and maybe there's something that's there. I always have reservation based on the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers are on a very good football team right now. And when you go in there, wins a win and win, no question about it. But I want to continue to see them play the Dolphins and the Packers and the Broncos and the Patriots and the Bills and the Patriots again before I really say what it is that I think about the Jets team. Here, here's what I will say about the Jets being 2-2 two and two right now. And, and this has been something that I've learned and I've paid attention to in sports my whole life. Bad teams find ways to lose games a lot. They found ways to win games. Granted, smaller sample size. I mean, we can sit here and talk all day about the names like Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, and Brees Hall, and Michael Carter, and Zach Wilson, the names, the talent that they actually have. But, and that's where I go back to that whole comment, kind of fighting back on both you guys about Robert Sala and receipts. Because... You can have talent, but there needs to be a collective mindset. And that, that collective mindset needs to play with some kind of venom. It does feel like they're playing for something. And that's more to be said about Jets teams in the past to me. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, that's not a very high bar to clear, but it is true. But the, the bar has been low. It is. You've got to keep scraping and clawing to, dra- to keep fighting up, though. When you have as much draft capital as the Jets have had in recent years, though. It's like when Key is talking about, well, Gettleman laid the foundation. No, he didn't. He drafted up high every single year. You have to, you have to be, even by accident, a terrible GM is going to hit some picks if you're drafting in the top ten, every top five, every single year for five, six years. You know what I mean? And, and, and so the Jets have put together. It's not like they haven't put together some nice drafts. In fact, I think they've been unlucky in the drafts. I think Becton, like if he doesn't get hurt, we're, we're thinking differently about this team because the offensive line is that much better than Zach Wilson gets hurt. So they've been slightly unlucky. But, of course, they got to have some talent, Key. They drafted the top of the draft every year. Yeah, but, uh, but all the talent at the top of the draft, we just spoke to a, a young man in, in Brees Hall. He's not at the top of the draft. I mean, he's a top, <laughs> top 100 player, which in the NFL, if you're a top 100 player, is top talent. But it doesn't matter. People miss all the time. You're, you're Giants. Remember Cedric Jones? Remember who that was? Mm-hmm. What pick was he? He was fifth. How did that work out, right? So How about Daniel Jones? He was sixth. It doesn't – well, Daniel Jones, the story's not told completely I don't, I don't. yet. It's not complete. But it doesn't mean anything. You still have to identify players in the first round. You know how many general ma- – you know how many general managers draft high and get fired because they don't know what the hell they're doing? Yeah, like you see the two, 
Look at all it. Look at look at Mike Mayock and what John Gruden did with the Raiders. Oh now, one of those guys is on that team right now, it, it, except Josh Jacobs. Come it's on, one man. thing to say they don't get to a second contract. Jay in in Vegas, they didn't get to a second year. They're getting drafted in the top ten. They don't get to the second year. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah, I, Leatherwood. It, it, like, Leatherwood. Yeah, so people released. get it wrong all the time. So if the if the Jets have only posted a seven win season once over the last six years, they legitimately could do that this year. Like that's a, you're trending in the right direction. You are. Yeah, and Joe Douglas wasn't there for those other exactly, six years Keith. or whatever it is. Yeah. So what I, is, I'm I'm happy for him. I just need to see a little bit more. That's all. What do you need to real quick before we move on? Zach Wilson. They drafted him second overall to ha- because he had seemed to have real arm talent and super high upside. When you draft second, this is like when the Giants even took Daniel Jones sixth. He might be a nice quarterback. I like what he's done so far this year. If you're drafting someone sixth, I want a Hall of Famer. I want a Hall of Famer. I'm not trying to hear it. Uh, that ain't Daniel Jones. What about Zach Wilson? You draft him second overall. He's supposed to be a Pro Bowl quarterback. Eventually. Stay healthy, man, if I can evaluate you. I can't okay. evaluate you. You can't help the club in the tub. I can't stay out the tub. The ice tub the that club, is Max. Unless you're in the tub club. I, I need, guess. I need you, I need you to not a follow club. me here, not Max. Club. The ice tub. That's all I'm talking about. I know. <laughs> Look, Max's brain. <laughs> Let's stay in the AFC. Does East he have to talk one? More about quarterbacks. <laughs> it's such a brain. Such a brain. How much are the Patriots losing? You said, hey, Brian Hoyer, Mac Jones, same thing at this point in their careers. With Bailey Zappi at quarterback compared to Mac Jones. And Brian Hoyer. First, let's listen to Zappi, who's the Patriots' third-string quarterback, <laughs> at the post-game presser. It's obviously not the outcome we wanted at all. Um, you know, I just want to first, like, give credit to all my teammates. They kept me calm. They kept me, you know, getting the nerves out of me. Um, you know, they kept me in my space and cool, calm, and collected. And, uh, you know, everybody played well tonight. O-line played well. We ran the ball well. Um, you know, it really just comes down to me. I just got to make more plays, and the outcome is differently. How much are they losing with Bailey Zappi, do you think? Uh, I, you know, it's, it's interesting because clearly we, you know, we they drafted Mac Jones, and Mac Jones took him to the playoffs. So automatically, you know, 70% completion percentage. He went to the Pro Bowl, whatever that means. And people are like, oh, Mac Jones, Mac Jones, Mac Jones. This year, Mac Jones hadn't played great football. Now, is that a combination of, the offensive coordinators that they got to figure out who's calling plays, who's doing what, uh, or is it Mac Jones' ability? Now he's not playing right now because he's hurt. Then when you move to Brian Hoyer, a veteran player who you know has been in this league a very long time, based on the way Mac Jones is playing this year, I would think a healthy Hoyer can play the same way. Not very good. And then when you go to to, to Bailey <laughs> Zappi, right? Once you set the standard, if he's good. not that good, what's the difference, right? Yeah, and, and so when you go to Bailey Zappi and you look what he was able to do, 15, 10 or 15, 99 yards and a touchdown and took Aaron Rodgers in, in, into an overtime, you sit there and they all look the same, right? They got the same frame. They kind of got this methodical, long release. They just look the same. You say to yourself, you go, in this system, what it, is, what it is that they want to do with Mac Jones, I think they can do this with Bailey Zappi. And if they do with this with him, based on this year, it'll probably look the same. I, there, there, there is something when a, a new shiny object is found, right? Now we talk about squirrel sometimes for you, Max. Yes. For me, like just Why, seeing, is there one here? <laughs> Zappi. Oh. oh. 
He's that squirrel. Like, it just because the way it looks, and all of a sudden you – we always talk about narratives, right? Like, now the narrative is, oh, like, you were in a dogfight with Aaron Rodgers. Like, so what else is it going to look like with the tutelage of Bill Belichick? Like, is there more upside? I'm not saying it's going to actually – it's going to lean in that direction, but those conversations do start because of the way it looked. He is arguably the best coach in the division. It's true. I'm just saying they're pretty good up in Buffalo. That's all I'm saying. You can't help yourself. I can't. Uh, could we have a situation developing in New England? A situation developing where there's – I'm not saying in, in Dallas there's actually a debate. It's really only me saying, hey, maybe they should stay with Cooper Rush, you know, until they lose a single game. Given the fact that Mac Jones has not set the bar very high, particularly this year, he has not built upon a, an impressive rookie season, I would say, Key. Yes, he was in yeah. the right situation. They put him there, yeah. uh, you know, didn't have to do anything he couldn't do, but he did all the things he was supposed to do. He did everything you ask. He drove to the stadium. He didn't get lost. Like all those things you say a first year player is supposed to do. Mac Jones did that, and then a little bit more than that because he actually played pretty well. But given the fact, how's he looked this year so far? Could if Bailey, does that Bailey Zappi have a have a potential here to be like oh wait a minute who's the quarterback for this team? It, it's hard, right? It, we, you talk about where they drafted Mac Jones, what he was able to do last year. It's almost like Zach Wilson. Mike White came out and lit up Cincinnati, who went to the Super Bowl a year ago. Mm-hmm. We hadn't seen the guy since, right? I mean, it's like you know, it's like where's he at now? You look at ba- Bailey Zappi. I'm gonna call him the Z Man. We look at the Z Man and. He did good. He had some nice throws. He just looked he looked like a quarterback. If they got on if they got off to a start and a run and they just start rolling until Mac Jones came back, because Belichick has shown not only with the quarterback position, but with other positions to stay with the hot hand. The most famous, obviously, is Drew Bledsoe versus Tom Brady, when Drew Bledsoe was essentially traded to the Buffalo Bills. I wouldn't put it past Bill. If you start yeah. winning. And they start rolling with with the Z man. I wouldn't put it. Bill's done it before. That's what I'm saying, Mac Jones. And it's did. not a lot of money tied up in Mac Jones based on where he was drafted. Just a at. pretty good high, just a high draft pick, but that's not the same thing. Mac Jones it's didn't lose his thing. job yet, but man, he made it clear that there there's an option for Bill Belichick. Now, now I, I, that's a conversation to me. Just like knowing that, oh, I got this person it's on the side. Early line, though, can, he's got to he's got to win. Six if games Bailey Zappi starts putting these teams to sleep, the Z-Man starts putting these teams to sleep. The, huh? the Z-Man, he starts putting some teams to sleep. The Z-Man, no? No? All right. That's what I call my son, Z-Man. I got to call him the Z-Man because every time I think of Zappi, I think of Giuseppe, the shoes. You know, there's the shoes called the Giuseppe's or something like that. Zappi, I think it was getting zapped. You know? Yeah, just calling him Zap. I'd rather call him the Z-Man. Mosquito Zapper uh, ads, something local in the summertime. Who was that? Who was that that had a few games that was doing well in Carolina, and they wanted to get their 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 name patent and all this crazy Um, stuff? Who was that? Well, no. First of all, there was Gardner Minshew, right? With the no, not Min, but he was a starter. You know, you're talking about Carolina when with Rivera there when he came in for Cam. Uh, Yeah, it was a quarterback. You know what I'm talking about, Max? I can't even. Someone on our staff come up with a name. And 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 I don't even think he's in the league now. (laughs) Yeah, no, but but it was like, is he better than Cam Newton? (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. He won like five games in a row or something. See, that's what I mean, though. If if the backup key, even if it's not sustainable. 
I'm not messing with a winning formula, period. You got a chance to get the yeah. next three, though. Play yeah, the but Lions this at is home, di- at this the Browns, is, and the Bears, and then at Jets. Yeah. This is different than Dallas. More closer, similar to the Brady Bledsoe situation. Because, mm-hmm. again, Mac Jones Cash is not, not on a historical $150 million deal. Mm-hmm. Kyle so it's a Allen. a little bit different. Kyle Allen. That was Kyle Allen, right? Kyle is that Allen. who it was? That's, yeah, Kyle yeah, yeah. I, I, just I got... couldn't remember the name. I just remember when he got off to a hot start, he wanted to get certain things patented and Shannon just everything. got my yeah. And then it went, So the Z-Man got an opportunity and a chance as long as Mac Jones is trying to get his uh, ankle together. The Z-Man. Or whatever it is. The Z-Man. The Z-Man. <laughs> what message was Aaron Rodgers sending when he said the Packers' style of winning was not sustainable? Whom was he sending this message? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Rodgers lost it over the middle. Touchdown! In the end, you know, Rodgers is just too good. Offensively, they could run the football. They certainly could throw it. This is the game we had to win. Can't be 2-2, two two, losing to the third-string quarterback. Mark these words, October 3rd. This offense is going to be better by the end of the season than with Devontae Adams. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, ESPNU, Sirius XM Channel 80. You can download the podcast. You can listen on your smart speaker. And, of course, you get us on the app. Mm-hmm. We are joined now. We're presented by Progressive Insurance and joined now by Donald Driver, former Packers wide receiver and, of course, Super Bowl champion. Good morning. The Slim Reaper. What's up, up D? How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. What's up, J-Real? What's up, Key? What's happening, man? You got enough jerseys in that background. I like good, it. Man. Look at that. Yeah, I'm missing two, though. I'm missing two. And them two dudes on this call, so I'm missing them. <laughs> oh man, I you know I retired a long time ago. <laughs> Donald, I don't have no more. <laughs> when when you heard Aaron Rodgers, we've been talking about it today earlier. 
say that the Packers' style of play in terms of winning to win is not sustainable. What do you think? I, you know, this is my biggest piece of it is that, you know, they have a, they have an opportunity to take this to the next level. Right. And I think it's just got to figure, they got to figure out what's the home base right now. They don't know what they're missing. Uh, everyone wants to talk about the receiver group, but those guys played awesome last week. Uh, they proved that they can step up and make plays that they need to make. And so they are, they're missing one piece of the puzzle and that was Devontae. But at the end of the day, these young guys got to step up. So it's just getting everybody uh, used to who Aaron Rodgers is. Once you get that piece of it and you get to know him well, you can understand the way he plays his game. What have you seen so far when Aaron and these young receivers as a leader, has he grabbed them? And you once was a young receiver as well. Have, have you seen him grab them and bring them along or is it, or is it tough love? Well, I think it's tough love, right? I think it's one of those things that you got to buy into his system, not he got to buy into your system. And so these young guys are still, you know, they're still trying to understand the game. And once they understand the game, then I think they are, they'll figure out that they have to continue to make plays. Because once you get start making plays for him, he trusts you. Uh, Lazar has proven that. That's why he trusts him. When the game is on the line, you see who he goes to. He goes to his bread and butter, the old veteran in Randall Cobb. So it's just a great opportunity for those guys. So Watson and Dobbs, they just got to step up and make the plays that they need to make. Donald Driver, former Packers wide receiver and Super Bowl champion, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. The, we have Mike Tannenbaum, uh, who obviously has been in the management position for a long time in his career with us this morning. And he, he said one of his gripes about Aaron Rodgers, essentially, was that he wasn't there in the offseason to work with the young wide receivers so they could you know, hit the ground running when the season started and, and, and kind of build that relationship and build that rapport how would you react to something like that if you heard that from somebody in the front office? Say that about Aaron Rodgers. Well, I'll say this is that, you know, I think a lot of people don't understand is that Aaron has this thing about him that is very consistent, right? He, he knows that he can play this game and he wants everyone to play like him. And so for him not being there, I think it just kind of shows that the relationship that he's, uh, he's trying to build, he didn't have with those guys, right? And so he wasn't sure if he was coming back or he's going to continue to play. And so I think now he knows that he was coming back those guys just got to feel it, it takes a long time to process that and get that rhythm down. Uh, and it showed. It showed this offseason. I mean, it's showing this season right now by not being able to have him there uh, this offseason. Hey, Donald, when you look at the NFL and the landscape of what's going on with receivers and pushing the ball downfield, obviously the numbers are up 17 games. And you look at the Rams last night. Are they too reliant on – Cooper Cup and getting him the football and, and forgetting about everybody else in that receiving court? Well, I think you can't be one dimension. You know, Key, I think that's the piece of the puzzle that this game is completely revolved into, right? It's, it's so many weapons out there now compared to when me and you play, right? It's like you want to get it to your guy all the time. And, you know, sooner or later, they're going to realize how to stop, stop Cup. And when they stop him, then the game it becomes harder, right? And so he's not going to always have those 11 catches, those 10 catches games. He may have sometimes three. That means the young guys have to be able to step up and fill his shoes. Donald, what do you think about the young guys? We were talking about Dobbs, who Key is very high on, and Christian Watson, who Key is not as high on, even though I look at Christian. You know, I don't have the same kind of eyeball test, but <laughs> Christian Watson is tall, tall, fast, like seems to have a lot of stuff. What do you think of these young receivers? They're, they're, you know, I think it's one of those things, man. It's, it's great talent around it, but they got to understand how to play this game. Uh, and every opportunity that you get, you have to make the best of it. And I think a lot of these guys, you know, I mean, you think about Watson, that first game of the year, right? Aaron throws him a deep ball. He catches that ball. Aaron has trust in him. 
And so one of those things is Aaron lost trust in that. And that's how the reason why they lost that game, because he wasn't going back to those guys. He was going to guys that he trusted. And so these guys got to make the plays that they need to make to make sure that Aaron trusts them week in and week out. Donald, we had Tua earlier this week, obviously, you know, suffer a concussion and it's been sitting out now going through concussion protocol. It, it just brings to mind, what is, what is your stance on if a player has a concussed-like symptom throughout the course of a game, should the NFL keep him out of that game moving forward? Or, like, how did you guys deal with it when you played? Well, again, right, we're, we're old school, man. We, uh, we, we get the smell of salt, we go back and play the game. And so now the game is completely revolved around the, the health and wellness of these players. And so when you see that happen, especially from the first, last week, when that happened to, uh, to us, that, at that point, they should have realized they shouldn't have brought in the game. But sometimes you're trying to win, and sometimes the players are trying to get back on the field to win. And so that's the competitive side of him. But then you see the outcome the following week where now he, uh, he's out completely. And so, you know, I think it's got to be the organization he need to step up and make that decision to protect the player from longevity. We're not talking about just winning the game. I mean, that's the key. Everybody wants to win, but at the end of the day, it's about health and wellness for the, for the rest of his life. And so the organization has to make that choice. If not, the league has to step in. Mm. They, gave, they gave us smelling sauce, Don? I don't remember. Did they, did they do that? Did they actually give us smelling sauce to get back in the game? Oh, they got, wouldn't dare. He got hit they hard. He doesn't even remember the smelling sauce. Come on, man. <laughs> hey, man, wake up, man. You know we do that, man. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know that they figured out a way for us to get on the field and continue to play. How far can how far honestly can the Green Bay Packers go? They can go as far as they want to go. I think that's one of the keys that we look at week in and week out is that these guys can go wherever they want to go. They they still have a tough schedule down the line. Uh, some of these teams right now are not top teams, um, but you know if you don't play your best game week in and week out, you're gonna lose. And so they have an opportunity to get back to the postseason. That's week. That's every single year for the Packers, uh, especially with Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. Guys around him just got to buy into the system. Donald Driver, former Green Bay Packers Super Bowl champion, joins us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and, of course, we can't leave out Brett Max. Max joins Brother us, too. Max. Okay. Um, <laughs> Don, when you look at the quarterbacks around the league, right, let's take, for instance, the Dallas Cowboys in, in Cooper Rush. He's on a nice little 3-0 roll. There's a big pocket guy in, in Dak Prescott waiting to get back in. As a receiver, though, if Cooper Rush continued to just keep plucking these wins along, how would you feel if they didn't go back to Dak Prescott and stay with Cooper Rush? Well, that's not my decision to make, right? I think uh, I don't have to make that decision. I think the organization has to make that one. But I think one of the things is is that he's playing well. Uh, Rush is playing lights out right now. I think he has nothing to lose. This is a great opportunity for him. And one thing he has to remember is now he's not auditioned for the, the Cowboys. He's not auditioned for the other 31 teams out there that may need a quarterback after this season's over. So if he continues to play well, um, sky's the limit for what this guy can uh, be able to do. But we already know that is the guy, uh, and they're going to make that known when, they, when he comes back. That is Donald Driver, former Packers wide receiver and, of course, Super Bowl champion. All right. Tell us what you are doing with Nerf. This was the highlight of my football career. Nerf. <laughs> well, it's awesome. Hasbro and I have uh, are here to announce it's Nerf Brand's first official sports game, and it's going to be called Nerf Ball. Uh, we all grew up since 1969. That's when the world was introduced to the first original Nerf Ball, right? And now we have a mascot. Uh, and you think about it, what was next? And so 50 years later, 
we bring this thing full circle to where it's the most cutting edge competitive sports game out there, Nerf Ball. And so a lot of people have been asking the question, what is this game all about? Well, it's exciting because you get to you get the opportunity to do paintball, airsoft, the speed and agility of basketball, mm. and the penalty of hockey. And so the game was basically built around athletes, four athletes. And so we're excited about uh, what's the next big move. I'd watch I'd Nerf like Ball. That. I'd watch that. That sounds good. I like the way that sounds. Yeah, as soon as someone sees a yeah, Nerf Ball, they get happy. Man. Yeah, all right. There he is, Donald Driver, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Donald. Appreciate it. All right, D. All right, Don. Appreciate it, fellas. Thank you guys so much. Hey, listen, if fans out there, you guys want to know what's going on with more than Nerf Ball, go to HasbroPlus.com slash Nerf Ball. Get opportunity to know what's going on right That's now. That's Hasbro Plus slash Correct. Nerf Ball. Pulse. HasbroPulse.com slash Nerf Ball. Dot com slash Nerf Ball. Got it. Thank you, Don. Appreciate it. Thank you, fellas. Appreciate it, man. Okay. Have a good one, man. Is the NFC East the best division in the NFL? I can't make the NFC least joke anymore. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. So, San Francisco. You know what I really, someone, was it Yates who brought this up before we were talking to Donald Driver when, because he was, you know, promoting Nerf? What, what, was it you, Yates, who said, why does a Nerf ball, every Nerf ball you've ever seen have a bite in it? They all got that bite, dog. That's because of the dog. the dog. Yeah, but no, no, but even a house that doesn't have a dog, if you have kids, the kid bites the – listen, the Nerf ball is like Play-Doh. To a kid, it's appetizing for whatever reason, right? Yeah. You want to bite it, that little texture, that little tasty like, cake texture. Think about it, Max. You go into gym class, you ready, oh, my God, we about to go have some fun in gym class. They pull the balls out, and one of them joints got bite marks in it. You bite marks. Camp, bite marks. No, no dog to be found. Swear yeah, but they remember they're bringing them home. They're bringing the Nerf balls from home. That's all it is. But here, here's what I was saying. You ever say. bite a Nerf ball as a kid? 
No, I didn't. No. We probably didn't, couldn't afford Nerf balls at the time. You know? <laughs> right, we would right. get old tennis balls. You get old uh, bitten up Nerf balls. You got to take them yeah. from gym class. You know what I mean? But here's what it is. The San Francisco 49ers certainly took a bite out of the Rams. <laughs> yeah, I did that. We don't need to make a hard pivot to sports. This is extra content. Extra content. We can talk whatever we want. <laughs> no, it, it, we were just talking about the, the Rams 49ers game from last night and how the Rams offense is just, I don't know what it is. It, it's not good. That's what no it is. No line, huh? man. No line. Yeah, but that's cool. No line. He got sacked seven times. He also, he also, um, he also got pressured 17 times. But at the end of the day, they got to get the football to some other people other than Cooper Cup. So then, Keith, you can't that's target that's, one guy twenty times. That's the question. Why wouldn't Sean McVay, right out of the gate, design some plays to get Allen Robinson going? If you know that Cooper Cup is going to get targeted more than any other wideout on your team, like get other people touches early so you can spread out the offense. I don't know, Jay. That's a good, 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 good question by you, because I have no idea. You paid a guy the type of money that you paid him for him to be a cardboard cutout. And that is probably because Sean is used to Cooper Cup. But Cooper Cup is a good player. But as you can see, once they sniff you out, pick six going the other way. Yeah, you got to diversify a little bit. You have to diversify. I I think, look, Odell Beckham Jr., everyone said, oh, he's actually going to be third on the depth chart at receiver. Uh, It's not going to be what you think. But guess what? When he got there, he won third. And it was just what you thought. And he was going to be Super Bowl MVP, it looked like, until he got hurt, right? Like, I, I, I like Robinson. He's a good player. He's not Odell. I mean, there's, Van, a, there's a difference. Van Jefferson coming back later in time could help out. Yeah, but, he, but that's he, what I mean. He, he's not quite Odell. Yeah, right? I, yeah but he I ain't know. no cardboard he cutout either. Yeah, yeah, no, he's right good. That. I mean, I guess the question is, OBJ, do you go back to L.A.? L.A. I mean, to me, if I'm Odell, not only am I going back to the Rams, if I'm the Rams, I, I, I die I need to you. get him back. Yeah, I, I need you. He should stay in L.A. and get some kale. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live. Everywhere you are, download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Do you feel, do you feel better now, Max? <laughs> I, um, I Listen. Mr. Kellerman? He has a serious problem with how we presented the information. I disagree no, he doesn't. with the yeah, way you know, we I'll, set up that. Let me tell you why. When we go. put the Super Bowl odds by your list key, it was, uncle- it was unclear. Squirrel. Yes. It was unclear if what you were listing there for was the teams that you thought had the best chance to win the Super Bowl and then comparing it to the odds makers, but that's not what you were doing. You were simply listing the best teams through week four, 
and then on that's the side, and here are the Super Bowl odds according to Vegas. See what I yes, mean? Yes, that's what I said. But All if I'm that. listening to that segment, I'm thinking, wait, is this what Key thinks are the teams? No, the if I say Super Bowl odds according to Caesars in Vegas, Keyshawn Johnson's not Vegas and he's not Caesars. You know what Jay just did, right, Key? He wants to he see if he can get me to chase the squirrel. You you chased it already at the I top. I already chased it. I will chase yeah. the squirrel. That's how it yes. goes. So, Key, your real rankings. These are the best you teams. Sure you, you don't want to dig into it a little bit more, Max? Do you I wouldn't mind. Do you want to kind of hash it out? Now that you mention it, I wouldn't mind. So, <laughs> here's Key's real rankings. <laughs> best teams in the NFL. And then separately, just oh. so you know, here are the odds that Vegas thinks they have to win the whole thing this year. Go ahead, Key. Well, nine of the Giants plus 8,000. Eight is Cincinnati Bengals plus twenty two hundred. Baltimore seven. That's the Ravens plus fifteen hundred. San Francisco forty nine is plus eighteen hundred. Dallas Cowboys five at plus twenty five hundred. Green Bay Packers plus one thousand at four. Buffalo plus four hundred at three. Kansas City Chiefs plus seven hundred at two. And the Philadelphia Eagles, who's red hot right now, plus seven fifty. And they're the number one team in my real rankings. I have nothing to do. With the odds, I'm simply showing and sharing what Caesars thinks from a betting standpoint, what the odds are. I'm ranking week to week what I think my top 10, 8, 7, 6 teams may be. Next week, I may only have five teams because the other teams all look so bad. I don't want to list another four. Key, Key, I know you got them at number five, but I, I, I like those odds if the Cowboys do what you suggest about keeping the same playbook that they're utilizing for Cooper Rush, that Dak Prescott utilized that. But plus 2,500 for the boys, man, uh, that, that, that's a pretty good odds. I like that. Yeah, mo- most, most times when players come back that have been on a long vacation from their position and their a team is having success, coaches tend to kind of look at, okay, we're having success with this type of formula, but we got a better player handling it now but we love the formula let's put these two guys together let's not go back to the old formula that we used to deal with Dak Prescott because we wasn't winning that What's, way. how would you describe the difference in the formula what was so much different about what they were doing with Dak Key? I think they they first of all they asked Dak to throw the football a lot more they asked him to, to kind of carry the offense at this time the defense wasn't playing nearly as well as it is right now they were playing really good but not nearly as well a year ago and now all of a sudden you got a, a, a top five defense in the NFL, which could potentially win you a Super Bowl. And here I go again. I need you to be 19 to 24. I need you to be 235 yards. I need you to have a touchdown in the air and one on the ground. And that's it. And no turnovers. And no turnovers. And no, no turnovers. turnovers. No turnovers. Take care of the turnovers. Block. Turnovers will get you killed. K I L T. Control the clock with your run game. Utilize it. Pound the ground, and then have your defense. Man, think play. about this. Look, look at this here. I got this. Just I had it in my brain, and I just happened to write it down a little bit. So Cooper Rush was fifteen to twenty-seven for two thirty-three, two touchdowns. Ryan Tannehill seventeen to twenty-one, a bucket, some change, two touchdowns, no turnovers. Jalen Hurts, 16 to 25, 200. He had the, the, the bounce off pick, whatever, in the rain, but they still wind up managing to get over that. The Bills, uh, uh, Josh Allen was 19 to 36 for two, 213. They win. Carr was 21 to 34, bucking some change, no turnovers. They win. Geno Smith, 330, 320, two touchdowns, and zero they won turnovers. Anyway. Even with they the 330 win. yards, they won. They won. Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo, no turnovers. Right. Jimmy Garoppolo, 16 to 27, a touchdown, 
zero turnovers, they won. Hey, I like that. Keith. That's the formula I like. You have n- of your top nine, and the way I like the way you do your tiers. It is a superior way to then just having arbitrary ten teams. He does it until he feels. And people are mad at me, off. according to Jay on social media. According to me, I think it was James. Or, or James. No, James, 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 James. He does the list until he feels there's the a qualitative thing. fall off, and then he's like, "I'm going to cut it off this. right here." I think that's the better way to do it. So yeah, because when I look at when I look ranked. at the teams after nine. It's not. It's like yeah. Whatever. I can so, put Tampa Key, Bay in there. On, on, Tampa lost two games in a row. We get out of here, Key. I want to know. You have three of the top teams in, the, in your top nine in the entire league are from the NFC East. Is that the best division in football? Right now, based on the record, it is. Right? Who has what division has a better record? Isn't that what we go off of on this television show? Don't we go off records and Keith, stats I, I, and stuff? I know you got the Giants at nine, but I mean, even though they lost twice, shouldn't shouldn't the no? Bucks they didn't be lose there? twice. They lost no, once. No, no, I was talking about the Bucks. Shouldn't the Bucks oh. be there? Wouldn't you have the Bucks? Not at nine? right. They're gonna be there next week when they yeah. get fully oh, healthy. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, what about <laughs> right? the and I'm doing y'all a favor. I got, I got the I got Giants it. in there. Yeah, They're three that, and one. You did that. For How friends? could you be mad at it? A slice no, of pizza? I'm huh? happy about it. You're right. Key. What about all these people like? Like you, who put all the yeast on the AFC West. When I try to tell you, stay calm. They know you. You was the, the one who put all the yeast Never on the mind AFC who West. Did it. Stop pointing fingers. It's not important who did it. We're a team, damn it. The point is, <laughs> what about the AFC West? Are they overrated? Like, how overrated? Absolutely overrated. The Kansas City Chiefs, San Diego, San Diego, San- the Los Angeles what? Chargers are slightly are in- underneath. Injured. Injured, though. Slight, I think that, oh, they're yeah, injured. Okay, they're missing a left tackle. They're missing a left tackle and, and a receiver that's coming back. And a pass uh, and Mike And Mike and, Williams been balling. Yeah, I, and Bosa just but, got hurt. Yeah, well, that's what just got hurt. Keenan Allen, hurt. Slater, and Herbert. Okay, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Hurts done played in every, I mean, uh, Justin Herbert done played in every single game. He ain't yeah, missed a game. Come on, man. He no, no, hold on. Even last he week. played in every single game. I hear you, but let's not call them overrated. Slater left because he got hurt. Bosa just got hurt. Mm-hmm. Okay, Keenan Allen is coming back. They He's coming good. back. That's why I say that. That's a good. They're, they're okay. They're right there. But don't act like that. They just lose everybody. This isn't. This isn't the, the New Orleans Saints you, for Jay. crying don't out loud. What are you doing? Until you know for sure. We're a team. We all season. hyped up the AFC West. That's no, we not no. We all ain't no. We all y'all. No, kid, you jumped on board no, too. Ain't no, you me. About it every I first thing day I said is Russell Wilson isn't good. Oh. You frowned at me and went over to London no, with Russell Wilson. He just and got mad at me to see the Yes, wait, no, no. Russell Wilson, you got to give him time. To, grieving period's it's a lot not of over stuff yet. Going on in Denver. He's still it's in fine. denial about things. You went, to, you went over there and played golf with What's Russell. He I know what he did. Just, he needs to consider the coronation of the new king. He'll feel better. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio or watch on ESPN Two. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com.